Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of North by Nerd West. Two nerds, one pod, zero filter. I am the gay feelings that were ignited in your dad when his sexy new secretary came to visit, Chris Haig. And I'm heavily medicated, Emma. <laughs> and there's part of me that really wants to forget. And this is... Uh... And this is North by Nerd West. <laughs> The show this where is we not talk the... about whatever we want. <laughs> because it's our show. And not yours. And not yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I really this is that if you didn't get that, that's a loving tribute to Trixie and Katya. Um who are, are they getting a new show next they month? Are, it's yeah. on Vice, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. Trixie and oh, Katya god, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna try and watch that somehow. Um But yeah, so this episode it's a Halloween special, which for two complete horror nerds like us is always quite fun. I always love this time of year anyway. Um, there was a thing that went around, it was either Twitter or Tumblr or Instagram, which was like, as the season gets colder, or as the you know the year gets colder, my power grows. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel. Like I'm not a summer person at all. I don't... I don't you know, people are like, oh my god, yeah, I can't wait for summer. And I'm like, do you know what I wait for? When the leaves start to change. Do you know what? Summer is not the friend of a fat chick. Like, chub rub is real. Like, I have gained so much weight since I've been with Mike. Like, I used used to be hot. I did. I used to be... You're you're still hot. I am. No. Yeah, if you think I'm hot now, I used to be fucking... I used to be banging. I had the best... Was it, it, it like, at levels of turning me? It... Oh, do you know... (laughs) Honestly, I was a fucking stunner back in the day. And then I met Mike and got happy and got really fat. And this summer, I had to contend with chub rub. Because my oh, thighs were together. So I started wearing like dresses in work, but I had tights on. And I actually tweeted about this like one of the last times I was in work. I, my tights, like the, the crotch, I rubbed it out. Like it basically just disintegrated. <laughs> and it was just hope holding up my tights by the end of the shift. Yeah. Like it's what happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's the it, trust me, it's the same for guys. It's just you know, not fun. Like, lots of doesn't matter what. Lots kind of towel under, under all the crevices. Every, do you know we and deodorant. well stick deodorant into the boobs? Yeah. yeah, I used to do that for like in. This is too much information, <laughs> but um, I used to use it like when it was re- like when it was bad, when it was bad, just like painful red raw chub rub. It used to be kind of like stick. De- it used to be like um, not Adidas, but like the um. Oh fucking hell! That like links roll on deodorant mm. or sure or something. And it works wonders because it's like oh it's all glidey and smooth and everything. <coughs> um, and then it just reminded me that's why like, this is why I fucking hate summer. Yeah, um, it's all like I have tried to diet so many times this year, but I am like I'm an emotional eater. I eat when I'm sad, and because I'm my depression's yeah. like being really really shit this year, I just can't. And I'm like it's like fat bastard. I eat because I'm sad. Sad because I eat. <laughs> it's just delicious. Yeah. I will be skinny one day, but yeah. today is not that also, day, and tomorrow's not looking good either. <laughs> and also, I'm not well, so you need to yeah. feed a fever. I haven't got a fever, but it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it is worth pointing out. Emma's got a horrible cold. Um, I will be breathing heavily as normal because that's just how my body works I feel like um, Phoebe and friends when she's got a sexy voice but yeah so this is our spooky kooky ooky dooky um, Halloween special because um, Halloween is just around the corner 
we're recording this on the 16th, which means it's officially like halfway, it's halfway through October, mm-hmm. which means it's nearly kind of Which means it's nearly Christmas, basically. Oh, listen, I've listened, already listened to like some of my Christmas music already. I have zero shame. Like, if I'm, <laughs> Was it Mariah? If I'm, uh, because... <gasps> no, no. My fav- Genuinely, this is a true fact, my favourite Christmas song as of the recent years is Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. I don't even know Because it's is. such a bop. That's the one where it's like, bah, humbo, but that's who's drunk. Cause this oh my, my God, favorite I love that song. Home. The Spice Girls did a right. cover of it back in the 90s. That's where yeah. I'm from. Well, that's it. The original is like this new wave kind of go-go's style doing it but it's so good i genuinely listened to it a couple of days ago when i was feeling a bit shit and i was like oh i feel all right now i feel just kind of like mentally it just calmed me the hell down i love christmas and i felt all right so yeah <coughs> christmas yeah I, I just i just oh, i just love this time time of year though because like september i'm a total nerd but it always reminds me of like back to school fresh beginnings yes. back to school that's what, that's what i think like september's like usually my favorite month but i had a really really bad september mentally so yeah See, mine was just busy oh. because it's like at work I organised two massive events and then it was like my mum has now retired. She, um, what was it? She's retired. Her birthday was then. Um, I had like a bit of time off in the middle of September but it was basically I was doing like exams for my masters and not really relaxing and then I just jumped straight back into work after that but I'm, basically this is my week off. And I have finished all my exams as of 12pm today, so I'm just like, yeah, well that's the thing, it was kind of like, uh, I mean I don't know if people get this, but kind of like, if you've ever got to write an essay or something, we've all got different ways of doing it, because normally like when I'm doing uni notes, I'll have Netflix on in the background, I'll have like, because I can't do it in silence, but for this I was listening to all kind of weird, like white noise, or binaural beats, or weird shit. Did it work? It sort of works. There's one. There's one that's been viewed like 69 million times on YouTube. Ah, you said 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's this kind of like... <laughs> that kind of stuff. And it's just weird because if you have headphones on and just play it at like full... Because it, it blocks out all the other noise so it does actually sort of work. Because you can't... It stops you thinking of anything else apart from the, the work you're doing. That's weird. When I was yeah. doing my thesis, basically what I did was read every single book in the library on horror. And this is this, that's a genuine thing because I did my thesis over such a long time. Yeah. yeah. Like, I literally read every horror book that was available in the university library. And my way of taking notes is to write everything on the page word for word. It's not yeah, effect- no, no, I do the effective. same, yeah. So basically, I would sit here with my... I've got like six folders full of notes on horror, like different genres of horror films. And so I would just sit here and read through them and then just, like, I would rewrite the quotes again on another bit of paper and then just write shit for hours and then <laughs> throw it in the corner and then cry about it. And when I got really stressed, I'd reorganise my folders. They were all, yeah. all organised by subgenre, and then I eventually had to organise them by, what was it, contextual notes, peripheral notes, essential notes. Oh, it was just... But I kind of <laughs> miss it because I feel like... Because like, obviously I'm not working at the minute. I'm on the sick. Like, I am, like, literally... I'm not working towards anything at the minute. Like, my life has, like, zero meaning. And I don't think that's helping me. So, maybe I'll just start, like, writing, like, essays. <laughs> just posting them on, like, Facebook. Well, like, well if, if, if you need to do it, <coughs> you know. We all have, we all have different ways of doing it. It's like when I... <coughs> 
had a real shit period of mental health. Sorry, this is not Halloween related at all. Mental health scary just bear though. Bear with us. Yeah, you know, at, at any time of year, please, if you think your mental health's at risk, do just get it like checked out or anything. Um, but no, when I was having a really shit period of like mental health, I what the hell did I do? Because I just sort of didn't, because I it was when I was in high school, so I didn't really want to do anything. And I was just like, okay, I'll go to school, I'll do homework. But then for, like, fun, I was just, like, not doing anything. I would just kind of sat and just listen to music and not, like, engaging. Yeah. But then I ended up channeling it into... What the hell was it? Oh, that was it. So Emma and I know each other from, like, a writing website. That's I mean, Weirdly, we're both members, but never actually met until we kind of found each other on the I podcast thing. I think we were, like... Because um, I'm older than you, anyway, and I started that when I was, like, 17. So yeah. I think, and to be fair, I would like show for six months, write a couple of bits, and then disappear for two years, and then come back and be like, "I had a baby, I got married," and then just shit like that. Yeah. To be fair, though, I I swear I might have mentioned this on the previous episode. Who knows? You wrote this amazing little kind of scripted series, um, and it was like, was it was it like? I swear it was like one season, and then there was like a one episode of series two, and yeah, that was it. There was, yeah. Um and one of the main characters was my first kind of virtual series crush. Not in like a romantic sense, in a I want to look after this character. Who was it? It was April. Really? I oh, loved yeah. April. I thought she was adorable. I'm like, <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. I just want to look oh, after her. Because there was so nice. it was Jane, April and Leo, Leo wasn't it? Oh my god, I can so tell you about like my plans, how it would have ended. Okay. Like we'll, do, we'll do it. We'll do it after. We'll do it after. Yeah, I just realised. Yeah, this is, we keep doing this. We're just we like, ah, oh, we forget. We're actually and recording it's not like we were talking for half an hour before we started recording. Like, that is that is a fair point. We were supposed to start this like before nine, and then we got talking, and then I think I looked at the thing and I went, oh wow, we've actually just been talking for half an hour without recording anything that's not. <coughs> um, but yeah, in preparation for all things kind of spooky and Halloweeny, so basically, I <laughs> I made a list. And I was going like, okay. And it's cliche, but kind of like the the best favourite kind of traditional horror movies. So, I'm just going to do a list of the ones I could think of. And the problem is, uh, there's probably loads that I haven't thought of, or that people are like, oh no, this is Ace, how can you not do this, or whatever. So, Scream and Scream 2. Sick. I'm not a Scream 3. No. Fall, Scream, falls okay, but I'm like... Scream oh. 1 holds up so fucking well. Like, yes. oh, it holds up so well. It is. It's so good. And to be fair, I quite like... Two, t- two's not as good, but I can still enjoy it. Yeah. It, it, Whereas with three, it just kind of goes off the rails it, a bit. Yeah, two's so. not bad by any standards. Yeah. Uh, cliche, but The Exorcist. My mum still won't let me have that in my house. Because my, my mum's like Roman Catholic. Okay, oh, really? I tell you this. I, I tell you this little sidebar, but it, it is about The Exorcist. So when the, yeah. like my mum is like Roman Catholic, she, and she like doesn't go to church, but she prays every night and shit like that, and... Oh, okay. It's kind of strange. She believes in dinosaurs and evolution, so I don't know if that makes a progressive or what. But that's so. Anyway, when I was like, I think I was in college. I was like sixteen, and I wanted to write. Uh, I wanted to write about the Exorcist, but I'd never seen it. I so my mum was like, "You are not having that film in in my house. It's evil." And I was like, "It's a film." So we dad got it from from Blockbuster, and I snuck it in. And apparently, she tried to watch it five times in the cinema, and she swears down that when she was going in the cinema to see it, there were nuns outside blessing people. And she never got all the way through it, ever. And she slept with a Bible under her bed for three weeks. 
Oh, because I mean, to her, like as a Catholic, like demonic possession is a very, very real thing. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's like the sun. It's real. It happens. And she was like shit scared that she was going to get possessed by the devil. Yeah, which is weird, really, because it's like I've just read, like I, I read it a few weeks ago, um, the actual book, and it's not glorifying it whatsoever. It's not being like, oh yeah, you know, hail Satan or anything like that. No, it's it, it, it's very like. <coughs> Matter of fact, okay, so this is what the practice of exorcism's like, but it's framed within a fictional mm. context. What the hell? So was I wonder that? if it, you know, the nuns thing was just like there was a big explosion. Like Rabbi Man has been like Beirut for the last four weeks. Kids have been setting fireworks off every two minutes, but that literally sounded like a house going up. Fucking scumbags! Oh it could like this because <laughs> I read um, Peter Biskin's uh, Easy Riders Raging Bulls, and it does mention the exorcist in that. And they were talking about how there was this big hysteria about it, and a woman said she miscarried a baby and all this kind of thing. Oh my god! And they said the only verified thing that they, they said happened was a guy stood up to leave because he was disgusted by it, fainted and broke his jaw on the seat in front. That was the oh, only god. so that that nun yeah. thing could have always been like a publicity. But then I think, why would the nuns be in a little shitty picture house in Liverpool? Do you know, know what I mean? That always yeah, but that always happens with like religious ones. Do you remember when um, Passion of the uh, was it Passion of the Christ? Passion of the Christ, yeah. Like about ten years ago. Or it something even like. happened with um, Kevin Smith's Dogma. I was watching his. Um, oh really? I was watching one of his stand-up shows, which I think Dogma's fucking hilarious. I, lo- I love Kevin Smith. It's good. It's a good film. And he was saying like, <laughs> he was. What was I watching? He was. I was. He does tours, and I was watching one on DVD, and he said, <laughs> "Right, that basically, he heard that people were going to be protesting Dogma." And and he's yeah. he was a lapsed Catholic and he actually said he made this film to work through his own faith. So he goes to a protest himself with a sign that says like Kevin Smith was gonna burn in hell. And he got pulled up by this news anchor to interview him and she was like, Why are you protesting? And Kevin Smith was like, Because it's an evil film and Kevin Smith's a load of shit and he said she was like, Have you seen it? And he was like, Of course I haven't fucking seen it like but loads of people apparently who were protesting were just like, no, I haven't seen it. I don't need to see it. But they were getting like bomb threats and everything. Oh, God. like they were threatening to blow up him. Um, he who shall not be named, not Voldemort, Mister Weinstein. Um, oh God, yes. Calling them like you know, faggot Jews and things like that. It was. Ugh. You know, you if you things like that are going to happen because religion. Well, well, it, yeah, it's because it's such a big top it and it's i don't think it's in any way near as bad um <coughs> now nowadays because i think it's quite diluted in the sense that you know there's, there's like a hundred films a year that come out where it's like ah oh, it's demonic possession ah oh, it's this it's that and it, it's just it, and a lot of them don't actually transcribe to the whole religion thing anymore like there's a lot of films where it's demons but they don't actually say oh you need a priest you need this you need that it's usually yeah. some kind of kind of general mystic you know, oh, I'm a psychic, oh, I'm a medium. So I, I don't think that inflames anything whatsoever. Whereas if it was a very, a very Christian film and a very kind of rooted in, okay, so this is, this is this and this is this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I can see why. I mean, I don't understand why people would protest a movie, but I can see why the Passion of the Christ would yes. inflame people. And I would like, I was just like, because I was in college when that came out, and there was like. We were talking about like violence, and the cheetah was like, "Is anyone going to go see it?" And I was like, "I have no interest in this movie whatsoever." Like, yeah, 
Well, no, that's it. I mean, it was it was that, and then um, it's weird that they've been talking about Martin Scorsese a lot recently, um, and I'm not 100 percent sure why. But he did the Last Temptation of Christ, which was that <coughs> very controversial, where it was like, oh, okay, so you've got Jesus shown to be resisting, and there was like a sexual and you know nature in it, and there was kind of this and that, and I understand why that would, particularly for kind of like fundamentalist, very orthodox Christians. Mm. So I I get it. Um, I just don't think... It's like I watched The Exorcist a few weeks ago, mainly because, I'll be honest, it goes at such a sedate pace. Yeah, it, 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 it creeps quite... up on you, doesn't it? I think that's part of well, it. Well, yeah, but I don't, I don't <coughs> find it that's... It's not scary in that sense. Only... It's unnerving. It, yeah. It's unner- There's only two images in the Exorcist that unnerve me. One, the crab walk, which your crab walk sound says that's freaky. Yeah. And there's a that's... second one where I think Chris walks into Regan's room, and Regan is mostly seen in shadow, lit by the light of the window, and she's kind of like stretching up towards the window, but it looks like she's got bandages on her or something, yeah. and yeah. she's just making this horrific noise, and it's like. That was it was that image really sticks in my head and I don't know why. Mm. It's like you said, it's unnerving. It's not but then scary subjective in it, I suppose, so Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean the one that got me, um and again I don't think it's scary, but I kind of objectively from the whole kind of horror um kind of the way that we assess it and we kinda of go, Oh, okay, here's the perspective on it. It's and I think it's really smart is the whole when he used like single frames of the demon's face. Yeah. It's in like, like three random... or four times it pops up, doesn't it? That's <coughs> it. It's like there's like in a dream sequence in part of the exorcism and then a couple of other there's times. Part, I swear there's part in the kitchen. It's just a really quick white faced it's like the white face, the yeah. red eyes, yeah. rest of it in the shadow. And it's done so quickly it's just to keep It's kind of that, that Did I up. actually see that? And you can kind of think, no, I, yeah. I didn't act, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's the thing. That's what I kind of love about it. And there's, the, right, there's parts of it that I don't, to this day, I don't get what it means. So, like, if, and if anyone can actually explain this to me, that would be great. So, there's a part in The Exorcist where there's, like, a little subplot with the local church and it keeps it desecrated. And it's the same thing in the book, but the book goes into more detail and they think, oh, there's, like, a black mass taking place. And it describes what a black mass is, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fucked up, it's really gross. But in the Exodus, you see that it basically culminates in a statue of the Virgin Mary getting desecrated, so there's, it's got, like, kind of a pointy, pointy breast. Boobs, yeah. And the blood, and, like, blood around the um, female genitalia to kind of simulate menstruation, and the face and everything. And I don't, I th- I, in all honesty, I don't quite get what, th- as in who that's supposed to be, th- as in who's doing that. I think what it's... I do, I think it's meant to in my opinion it's meant to symbolize like the kind of the changing times and I think okay. the cuz obviously you got the you've got the whole like Madonna Hall complex thing yeah, and yeah, obviously yeah. you know lots of people say it's about um the male fear of female menstruation which is obviously yeah. you know it's fucking first year film study stuff. <coughs> so to have the Virgin Mary desecrated in such a way where she's menstruating and bleeding, it's drawing this kind of... To me, it's it's almost drawing like a parallel to Reagan at the same time, seeing this uh, figure of innocence. But 
like he said, it's not really like it's not like is it Reagan sneaking into the church? <laughs> you know well, I mean? that's the thing. A part of me was like, oh, okay, is it implied that like the possession's meaning that when they're not looking, she's sneaking away and doing it herself? Maybe it it's more be... like the possession is like it's like an infection that's spreading. So mm. it's kind of like the demons taking root and they're able to <laughs> yeah, spread out maybe. then and affect the church. Okay, <laughs> it's genuinely just something that I've always thought of because that image is stuck in my head. That is something I think about when I think about the film, is that kind of the Virgin Mary kind of monstrous or, you know, desecrated or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's next on the list? So, following that, Silence of the Lambs. It was Which, the first horror yeah. film to ever win an Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah, and it wow. won the Big Five. Yeah. So... Um, Oh god, what's the big actor, it's, actress, uh, best director, director film, screenwriting. That's I couldn't think of what the fifth one was, but it's screenwriting. Um, yeah, I just it's weird in that a lot of people don't think of it as like a a horror film, and I sort of get that because it is sort of like a thriller, but it is it's not supernatural horror, but it is horror in kind of like the, the human sense. Which, as a sidebar, um, have you been or have you seen uh, Mind Hunter? No, advertised on Netflix. Me and my brother have been watching it, um, and we're literally like half an hour into the last episode. It's very good. It's not. It's not a Silence of the Lambs as you think it might be. It's not like Hannibal. It's not like that. It's very. It's much drier. It's about like kind of how it came about and the procedures and all that sort of thing. It's still really good though. Um, so I would recommend it, and the cast is really good. So, um, but yeah, so Silence of the Lambs. Then following that, that you can touch on like Hannibal or Red Dragon or kind of the various kind of stuff there. Uh, after that, because I was trying to go, like I was in front of my DVD case, so I was trying to work it out. Um, Attack the Block. Oh my god! We love Attack the Block. We we, we do love Attack the Block. Um, which if no one's watched it, is amazing. Partially because it's the first film of FN2187 slash the new leader Pacific Rim Uprising slash Mr. John Boyega, who is He's Moses. adorable. Moses. Moses. Moses with the samurai sword. Oh, and the... fucking... I... That was so... That, I love that film. And I know... Yeah. So, when... I remember being on... <coughs> Excuse me. A couple of years ago, it was coming on Channel 4. And I, yeah. I tweeted about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And loads of my mates watched it. And half of them said, this is a load of shit. And I was like, well, you what? are just wrong... I love that film. Big yeah. gorilla wolf motherfuckers. That's fucking fantastic. It's well, that's it. You know, really... it's if you if you look at what kind of people are in it. So you've got John Boyega, you've got the Thirteenth Doctor, yeah, aka Jodie Whittaker fighting aliens. You've got like Harry Treadway, who's in a Stephen King adaptation at the moment. You've got Nick Frost. You've got you know all these fantastic actors just popping into stuff. There's one right. One of the kids, I swear, he's in Legends of Tomorrow. I think. He's in like a DC property show. Um, it's the war. Oh, he's the young kid who. Um, not young. He's he's one of the kids who gets killed off in like the first forty minutes, and oh, he gets his head ripped off. Shit! What? There's two kids that die in it, isn't there? I can't remember the names. There's t- well, there's either the big there's the big guy that's Jerome, and then it's the other one. It's the one just before that he gets his head because he's got like a motorcycle helmet on. Yeah. And he gets his head like popped off. Yeah. It's him. Yeah, um, but no. I love the, the name. Is awesome. This is too much <laughs> madness for one text. 
I love that line. I know. There's so many it's boss awesome. little. I even said yesterday I was tweeting with me, Chloe, and I was watching Game of Thrones, and I tweeted the saying, "Everyone's getting fucking murked," and it reminds me of Attack the Block. Yeah. You're going to get murked, didn't it? I love that film. Yeah, yeah. So, I know. Yeah, There's so many just cool like like hero moments and stuff, but yeah, it's very much worth a um, check out if you've it's not like seen it that, yet. The whole last scene where it's in slow motion, and like you said, when he jumps into the living room. And it's all slow motion. Yeah. He's got the fucking samurai sword on. Ah, oh, it's, it's boss. It's sick. It's the, That is the moment when you're like, yep, yeah, this is how John Boyega is like the the leading films. He is a movie star. Yeah. He, he... is a badass. <coughs> yeah. Uh, next on the list is uh, Cabin in the Woods. That's fucking boss, Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Yeah. It is good. Um... If you've not seen it, it's the Joss Whedon Drew Goddard one from twenty twenty twelve. Yeah, I think. it came. Out, yeah, cause it came out the same year as um, Avengers. Um, yeah, because I think yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember going to see that. Which is awesome. Um, if you have no idea what it is, d- just go watch it. It's on Netflix, um, and you don't need to know anything about it apart from it's about five t. It's about five oh, college students who go to a woods. cabin. That's it. And Sigourney Weaver, isn't it? I love Sigourney Yes. Weaver. I love that. And um, Bradley, is it Bradley Whitford? Because I've discovered, Chris like, kind Hemsworth's of, oh yeah, he's actually, pre, kind of pre-Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, it was he, done a couple of years it, before Thor. He made it before Thor, but I think yeah, Thor I, 1 came out 2011. So it, yeah, so it, ca- it came out after Thor, <coughs> but he found out he'd got Thor on the set of Cabin in the Woods. Because so it's kind of pre- Buffy, isn't he? Yeah, Tom Link's in yeah. it. Um, he wins the pool, doesn't he? Yeah, no, he doesn't. Oh, does he do no, it? it's maintenance. It's maintenance who oh. win it because they get the same. Oh yeah, maintenance thing every year. Um, oh, we're really oh, right. We're spoiling it now. Um, <laughs> but no, it's 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 awesome. There's really good cast in it. Like Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy's in it. Um, Anna Hutchinson, who was in Spartacus, and she's an Australian actress. And then there's also Kirsten Connolly, who she's in that Mental Show Zoo. Oh, so Sky one. Oh, my, well, I watched the first season and then I really kind of petered out with it, but my mum still does. I refuse to watch anything based on a James Patterson thing. I hate it. I, I can't. It's just, yeah. it's just cheap fiction. I know it's 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 mental. It is it's high concept, but kind of it, in a it really is slightly bad way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Cabin in the Woods is awesome, and if you like Joss Whedon, then there's a few familiar faces in there um, that you will enjoy. Uh, following that, and it, it's one that I, I got you to watch. It's the Final Girls, um, which is the only horror movie that has ever actually made me cry. Yeah, I cried like a bitch at the end of it. Oh, I know. It's just because it, and it works so well. It's like a, an eighties horror pastiche, but then it's also a big kind of emotional grief story. It's really, and it's also it's just so really cool. sad. I was watching the mum, and me was like, "I don't get this. What's going on?" And I was like, "Shut up." Just shut up. And I love. Yeah. I can't remember the actress's name. No, what's the name? Mayla, Mayla. Ech, oh. uh, which one? Not when it plays Nancy. It's not Nancy. Her name's not Nancy. It's like Max. What's Max's mum called? Oh no, no, no! I thought no. Nancy's the the mother's character. Uh, no, it's uh, Taisa Farmiga. No, not her. She plays Max. Yeah, who plays Max's mum? Uh, Malin Ackerman. I love her. I yeah. love it. She was in Watchmen. She was Silk Spectre too in Watchmen. Yeah, she's also. In, I think she was on the <coughs> show Trophy Wife. I think, which I never watched, but apparently she was in it. So, but no, it is awesome. And there's also like, um, 
Oh shit, who was it? So Nina Dobrev from The Vampire Diaries is in it. There's Alexander... I don't remember his name. Uh, Alexander Ludwig, who was in (coughs) like The Hunger Games and Vikings... Uh, Thomas Middle, I want to say Middleditch, Middlemitch, I don't know. Apparently he's funny. And, um, oh my god, oh, I forgot her fucking name. It's maybe from Arrested Development. What the hell is her name? Oh it's, my god. It's, oh, oh my god, she's awesome. I really like her. Um, but they're all in it. Um, and it's awesome. It's basically about a group of modern day, um, like teenagers who get accidentally kind of last action hero style transported into an 80s slasher flick Called and they Camp have to escape Camp Bloodbath <laughs> yeah which is I think it's Camp Bloodbath yeah I'm desperate um, to see a sequel to that but there's no need for this to be a sequel to that well I've because we I had a conversation with the director on Twitter when I first saw it I was like please tell me this is going to be a sequel he's like well if enough people show interest then yeah and I really want it because in in my head I'm like, listen, I will give. I don't really care what it is, but I'll tell you what I want as like <laughs> the end. Yeah. And it's literally that the the main kind of quintet of people all make it out and they're fine and blah 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 blah. But then horror monsters start coming into our world, and it sets it up then. So like, okay, so they're now basically the Scooby Gang <laughs> and they're awesome. And that is that is basically how I would end it. And it'd be like, cool, they're fighting monsters. And doing all kinds of wonderful shit, but yeah, um, they don't need a second one, but it would be really awesome. So, um, following that, okay, th- right, this is this is just me, and I genuinely don't think anyone else who listens to this will have seen it. But it's not, it, you know, the Wrong Turn series mm. from like early season. It's not Wrong Turn; it's Wrong Turn Two. I don't think I've seen. It was Wrong Turn Two about the t- the game show. Yes. Oh, I have seen. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. See, I have a genuine fondness for that. <laughs> because it does... It basically subverts a lot about what you think it's going to be. In the characters you think are going to make it to the end die very quickly. So, like, it basically, it's the, a, there's like a game show or a kind of survivor-style thing in the woods where it's like, okay, they're going to have to either work together or compete or blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out there's all these kind of mutant redneck kind of incest people in the in the woods and they start getting picked off um and it's like the girl who you think is going to be the final girl she dies like like half an hour into the film and it keeps picking off the people you who you think are going to be you know the next one to step up up and everything and then it's the two people who you thought would get killed off like the quickest who end up surviving the whole thing and it's awesome and the characters are actually really nice so like there's a moment when two characters are basically strung together and they know they're going to die and the characters who haven't gone very well, and they just—it's—it honestly gets me every time. And they just share this moment where they just hold each other and they're like, "It's okay, it's all right, it's gonna be okay." And it's, and then they they die and they get dispatched like immediately. But it's such a sweet moment in what is—it it is it's a, it's a direct to DVD thing, and I'm really surprised because they could have gone the route of having it be very cheap mm. or very tacky and everything. I just love it that it's so sincere in that moment and it's sincere in the way it builds relationships and everything. So I I have a weird kind of fondness for that. I've never seen Oh no, I tell the lie, I saw Is Henry Rollins oh, no, I didn't. in that one? Henry Henry Rollins is in it. I love Henry Um Rollins. and then a bunch of like like Scream Kings and Queens <laughs> are in it. So like someone from Final someone from Final Edition 3 is in it. 
actually two of them from Final Decision 3 are in it. Um, and they're just like a bunch of like random people I'd never seen before. But they're all like, they're, they're competent and everything. I just enjoy the story more than anything. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. That's that's good and everything. So yeah, um, I have not seen the first one with Eliza Dushku because I thought I had and then I got confused with a, um, Cabin Fever. Oh yeah, Cabin Fever, I forgot about that. Which, that, that, it was like a big thing. It was like a very flash in the pan thing for like a month. They were like, oh, it's, I think it was Eli Roth or something. Yeah, Eli Roth. And it was all very kind of, kind of gross horror and everything. So it was like, oh, okay, fair enough. But I, yeah, don't think I've ever seen them. I've seen, I've seen Captain Okay. Uh, okay, so obviously, I mean, one most recent is It, which came out a couple of months ago. Oh my God. I, I, I. I genuinely really liked it. No, I really liked it, but I'm scared of clowns. Like, not like terrified. Like, there's a girl I work with who is absolutely petrified of clowns to the point where, like, two Halloweens ago, a little kid came in to visit his nan and he was dressed like a clown. Not a scary clown. And she had to go home. Like, that's how scared of clowns. Okay. I'm not that scared of clowns, but I don't like clowns. And I went to see it with my brother. And I think I just said fucking stupid bullshit clowns the entire way through. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed it, but the fact that, like, every time he was on screen, I just wanted to be sick. I was like, I Ooh. can't deal with this. It's it's fucking nasty. I hate clowns. Cl- like, oh, there's just something so... I mean, obviously, you've got the connotation of John Wayne Gacy. Yes. And yeah, obviously. Yeah. It And it's just... Clowns aren't funny. They are not... They are absolutely just... Satan's little minions, and especially <laughs> when they can p- fucking kill poor Georgie. I was dead upset when. Do you know at the end? Yeah. Do you know at the end when like they're in the <coughs> it's layer when they're going to like rescue yeah. Beverly? Oh my god! And he was going, "I want to come home, Bill." Oh my heart oh, bled. I know. I know. <coughs> but Bill Sarsgaard is fucking shit scary, and that just it's the little things he does, like the drool. He's always got drool coming out of his Yeah. Do you, do you know my favourite... Well, okay, well, two things. First of which, apparently I used to be scared of clowns. I did not know this until... Because I... Not a lot of people will go see horror movies with me. Because a lot of them are like, oh, I don't do horror movies, whatever. So I took my mum on my week off in September. And I was like, come on, we'll go see it. Because she loves Stephen King. She got me into it. Um, and as we sat down, she turned to me and she was like, I'm surprised you wanted to see this. And I was like, Why? And she said, oh, well, apparently you, you used to be terrified of clowns. And I just was like, really? Okay, fair enough. Um, and I was fine, and it's not... I, I get why, it's because it's like an unnatural face, and it's just weird and everything. But my favourite anecdote from the set of the It film, um, and it, it makes me laugh, because do you remember last year when it, everyone was hyped about Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah, that was a beautiful time, And they were time, like, oh... <coughs> well, it's because everyone was going mad about Jared Leto and he was like oh yeah he's really in character and he's doing this and he's doing that and he's sending weird shit to everybody and he's not talking to anybody on the set and it was clearly very fucking awkward um, between them because he was just doing weird stuff mm, they like um, the sending the rats to people for, for, oh well he was sending yeah, he, he sending, used condoms like, to Margot Robbie yeah he sent like I think it was um, the actress who played Katana uh, Karen Fukuhara Sent her like her first set of uh, sex toys to her parents' house, um, and it was just it was just weird. It was just weird shit, and he wasn't in it a lot. And the performance was like okay. Bill Skarsgård was very open. He says, "Oh, you know, between tits, I used to just like chat to the 
to the kids and we used to just hang out and just be like friendly and everything and then once the camera started rolling you just kind of go back into the performance and he was much scarier and I just love that all the people who were like oh you know Jared Little like oh well he's you know he's got to be a method acting to be you know that scary he's got to be that sort of thing I give you Bill Skarsgård who was very charming and yet can instantly do like a great performance and he comes from a without traumatising kids Greek gods uh, oh I know they are they are basically like Alexander Skarsgård man oh. well even like look at, look at freaking Bill Skarsgård Bill Skarsgård's like what, 60, 70 he is mean Stellan very good you mean the dad oh, Stellan oh, you call him Bill I was like, oh what's? Stellan I think he's not 60 yeah but I mean oh, there, there's a few of them isn't there's, there's, there's Stellan, Bill, Alexander and I swear there's another one there's, as well there's, they're all fit as hell but yeah. I was reading they're, they're a bit like the Hemsworths there's uh, not an ugly Hemsworth. There isn't. I imagine me and the ugly Hemsworth. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I think. Well, it sounds awful. I think there's <coughs> one that's like not as. I think there's. As a, cute, a, but even if you like remove him, just look at him objectively. You're like, well, he's yeah, not bad if you if you look at him objectively, he's fit. But if you put him next to Chris and Liam, you know. What yeah. I mean? Chris and Liam and oh, is it? Oh, it's Luke, isn't it? Luke's the one who's in Westworld, and even he's like fit. So. You're a bit. What's the? Who's the other one? <laughs> the fourth Hemsworth. Who's just like, well, Ow. as long as he don't go to any bars with his brothers, he's all right. Imagine that. I know. Um, so yeah, there's it. Uh, some of these are going to be really obvious ones. So Halloween, obviously the seventy. Uh, is it seventies? Seventy nine. Probably seventy eight. Yeah. Um, Psycho nineteen sixty. Yep. Yeah. Sixty. Yep. Uh, Suspiria, which I think we talked about in a different podcast. Yeah, it was like you, me, and Chris Byrne. What? Right. What happened to Chris Byrne? Where is Chris Byrne, I please? I don't know. Chris if you've Byrne, seen Chris Byrne, please contact us on Twitter yeah. if you have seen Chris Byrne. Because, yeah. like, me and Chris together, we're good. But when the three of us get together, it's like, I honestly feel like he's left us for someone else. I was. Yeah. Because I was, it's I was, a bit like being in like an awkward polyamorous relationship. Well, I was going it's to like, tag you with something today on Instagram, right? And I typed in like I was because I can never remember if Tire Boy or Chris Hague. and it came yeah. with Chris Byrne, and like my heart sank a little bit. So, Chris Byrne, if you're listening, we miss you and we love you, we do. and we're worried. So just let us know we, where you are. We we miss you. We love you. Um, and he <coughs> he he was the third in uh, an episode called. We, it was you know like what we you were saying? Woody Allen. We were going, you know, there's another Hemsworth. There's another one of us. <laughs> that's that's the thing, though. As much as, like, because we, when Emma and I were on, um, <coughs> we were on an episode of Smorgasbord uh, last week, and the guy who runs it, Pete, and it's a great show, everything you guys should listen. Um, he was like, oh, Chris and Emma, they've got great chemistry and everything. And we do, because we genuinely get on and love each other and everything. And then a part of me did think, I was like, where the hell has Chris Byrne got to? Do you know what? Because it was, it, was, right it was an awesome, like, I'm gonna say, please do I'm it. I'm literally gonna tweet him right now. <laughs> I'm gonna say, will you, will you um, like, put me in the tweet so I can just like uh, <laughs> keep on it, like ah. Um, oi. Yeah. So I <laughs> started with oi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Suspiria. Um, because I don't know, weirdly, because I hated the not hated the opening, but I was very scared of the opening ten minutes. Um, and then I really liked it to the point where I went and saw it at, um, at Opera North in Leeds. It's like it's Leeds Grand Theatre, um, and 
the actual band, Goblin, who did the soundtrack, they performed it live alongside the film, and it was one of the coolest things I did last year. It was really good. Um, and it's being remade this year, and I'm de- even if it's shit, I'm going to go see the remake. Like, I've just because. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, following Suspiria, Alien and Aliens. Without saying. Uh, without, absolutely without saying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Cla- I mean, classics. There's and no... It's there's... Sigourney. Oh, it is. It's, it's Sigourney... It, She's very rarely in anything super shit, so it's always quite. She is like I just because well, obviously she was in my favorite film of all time, so I think that's what oh, I yeah. think that's I have like a, such an early and such a powerful love for Sigourney Weaver because yeah. the only like the only two toys I don't have from those films I don't have a Lewis and I don't have a Dana, so I'm on the lookout for a really good Dana like Azul yeah. doll. Oh, if anyone knows, if anyone knows where I can get a really good, you, re- you realize now why I'm just gonna look up. I'm gonna be like, okay. Well, there was a guy on Instagram who like makes dolls, right? And I was like, oh, how yeah. much? And he was like, eight hundred dollars. And I was like, no, thank you. No, like <laughs> it's worth it. Like, but I just don't have eight hundred dollars to spend. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's been like, if I had the money, I would buy a scythe like in Buffy. I just don't have the money, and I can't justify it. I would get arrested because I would just walk around with that, like, like just in my handbag. So that's the thing. I, see, I wouldn't do that. I'd have it like hanging in my bedroom, just like on the thing, because like if I hear a creak at night, I could just like grab it and be like, "Come on, fuck us!" Like somebody breaking into your house, you would weird. literally just scare the shit out of them if you ran down the stairs screaming in your pants with a scythe. You just to be crazier than them, you see. Well, it's like I've got. Uh, I mean, uh, this isn't illegal or anything. I do have a hockey stick in my room um, uh, that I keep fairly close because we were burgled a few years fuck ago. Fuck that, really. Oh, while I was in the house. Oh, my while God. While I was asleep. No. We were like, oh, it was... And do you know what the worst thing? It was on Halloween night. Oh, piss off. Halloween oh, night, 2012, I swear to God. So, three in the morning, we all woke up. Um, and to be honest, I, I was really glad because for some reason, I was like, okay, I'll take my laptop upstairs and I'll do it. The only thing I left out was my wallet, but was which was weirdly returned with everything. How strange. I know. Well, that's the thing. It was like a bunch of wallets. Like, there was mine, there was my mum's, there was my dad's and brother's and everything. All the cards in there were everything. I think I, I think I had a fiver in that went missing. And that was it. And it was just found by some old guy, like, five miles away. So they've obviously just taken the cash and just chucked it out because they know they couldn't use anything. Um, and it's fine. They got, like, nicked for it and sent to prison and everything. Um, but yeah, Alien Aliens. Obvious. You might want to stick Alien 3 in there, but I... Um, there's, there's a brilliant YouTube video, which I will recommend to everybody, and someone's animated um, kind of what Alien 3 should have been, and it's effectively <laughs> like Ripley and Newt go to sleep, um, and they end up just going to like a nice <coughs> a nice planet, and it's just her, it's just Ripley, Newt, um, oh shit, uh, Bishop, and... Hicks. Oh, Hicks. That's it, I couldn't remember his name. It's just the four of them, and they become like a family, and there's like... Uh, little montages to Matilda and there's like all that sort of thing and then halfway through it's like we you know Will and Utani are like we need you to retrieve an alien for us why because if not we have your cat and it becomes like a thing where Ripley's like okay we're gonna have to go because I've got to go get Jones and it's just it's awesome it is an awesome video it's one of my favourite YouTube videos um but yeah please look it up because it is basically like how Alien 3 should have been and I'm like yeah agree with that uh, but yeah, if you like the Alien Three or Alien Resurrection or, I guess Prometheus, Alien Covenant, <coughs> I, guess, I, I like Covenant. I, I yeah, I'm I mean, the same. I quite like Covenant. 
It's better than Prometheus. I can't bear Prometheus. Oh my god. I went to the midnight show with Prometheus. Again. Like, I went to see that. And then, like, a year later, they were doing, like, the alien anthology where they showed all five films. And me and my brother got off after aliens because there was no point. And I was, like, sitting there going, I wish I'd just shown up. Just. Yeah. And, like, it was really good because they showed, like, an original print, like, a proper old school, like, you know, print. And in the last scene, the sound went off. So this oh, guy no. in the front row stood up and he was like, right, this side, yeah, you're the cat. This side in the middle, you're the sound effects. You're the explosions and you're <laughs> the... And I swear to God, the whole cinema just did it. So you know, every time the cat was on screen, have all these people going, Meow! and then other people just going, do, 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 like constantly in the background. I think... That's amazing. It was that so is... fucking good. It, and the fella came down, he was like, I'll turn the sound back on. And we were like, no, leave it. <laughs> no, it was, we're doing a bloody good It job. was really, really good. But oh. yeah, we left after Aliens because there's no point. That's awesome. I know. <coughs> Covenant, I, I, I like it because it is, it is quite a good like horror thriller. It is pretty good. So It's proper intense. Like the first attack, I was like, oh shit. Well, it's because it all just sort of happens one after the other. There's no real breathing space between... The attack in like the medical, the med bay sort of mm. thing, and then at night because it all happens within like two minutes. I like it's the, all very. Oh, what's his name? Can't think of the fella's name. He's normally in. Oh my god! <gasps> it's Chris Ben. <gasps> he actually tweeted back at me. Thought my ears ah! were burning. I was like, it's just gonna. You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't spell where, but it's fine. We still love you, Chris. I will reply to you later. I can feel better now because I know he's okay. Yeah. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Um, oh, but yeah. fuck. Well, oh, hang on. All of a sudden, right, don't ask me why, but for some reason, my little Twitter app has decided to tell me I have 15 notifications. Fair enough. Okay. Um... Yeah, so Alien, Aliens, Alien Covenant, it's all good. Uh, after that, it was like Cloverfield, which I, I still really sick. like. sick, I love Cloverfield. I've said sick and... like four times tonight. Yeah. Sick. But yeah, Cloverfield, sick. Um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, I really enjoyed. I've never seen that, you know, yeah. <gasps> it's so, it's like the complete opposite, but it's, do you know what it reminds me of in like the weirdest way in the terms of like, kind of, the way it sets up, like, you know, like in Hot Fuzz, it's like Chekhov's gun, everything's set up, yeah. and it pays off. It reminds me of that. It's very much like that, and it does it with a lot of character development. And basically, um, <coughs> not, Mich- not, Mich- not Michelle Trachtenberg, freaking um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm. She's awesome in it. She's not, she's not the best. John Goodman's the best thing in it because he's the most menacing mean John Gooden charismatic is fucker the best thing in whatever he's in yeah, yeah really. that's the thing he's, he's when he does so appear he just he just steals everything and it's awesome um but yeah he is really in it so I would recommend it and then obviously Cloverfield is awesome and I would have recommended Cloverfield 3 which was supposed to be coming out this month except they've moved it to fucking February so I, I can't do that, which is a shame because I re- I re- I want to see it more than life at this stage. <laughs> it's driving me up the fucking wall. I'm like, I want to- it's Cloverfield in space. It's Cloverfield with astronauts. Don't fuck with me on this. I'm so I'm just yeah. I just want it. The minute anything um, goes into space, it's usually a death sign. But we'll leave. Well, it, it, it <coughs> was a sort of sci-fi horror to begin with, though. <coughs> yeah. So can I get to and it's all. It? It's all a bit aliensy, anyway. Um, uh, get out. Oh, I really enjoyed is, that. 
which again it's awesome um and if you've not seen it this year then just watch it it's ace you don't need to know anything else about it about apart from the fact that it's about uh, a couple going home to the girls parents for the weekend that's it uh what else what else what else rosemary's baby Right. Classic, even though it was directed by um, a mur- murderer rapist. Is that a murderer? A murderer. She's a rapist. Oh, no. How dare you? No, that's mean. That's sorry. Not a murderer, just but a just rapist. a kind of creep. Yeah, rape, creepy rapist dude. Yeah, because uh, the- Rosemary's Baby is like one. Of, it's like my all-time favorite horror film, and I feel a bit weird about that. I'm just like, this is yeah. really good. You're a terrible person. <laughs> Well, that's that's the thing. It's a bit like with all the stuff we, about, you know, we've said it with Joss Whedon and kind of all the weird shit that's coming out. It's like, can you separate an artist from their art and still enjoy the art? And part of me thinks, yeah, you can, but then you don't have to if you don't want to. Like, if you feel that strongly against somebody, you're like, well, I don't care how good it is, it's done by someone who did this horrible thing or has these horrible views. That's totally cool. But then equally, don't demonise people who do. Because, like, I watched Rosemary's Baby and I've only ever seen it once. And it's not because I didn't like it, I really liked it, but it was once and it's just stuck with me. Mm. So I've not felt the need to kind of like revisit it. But weirdly enough, I've been watching, um, you know, Screen Prism on YouTube. Mm. They're basically, you know, the movie ones where they go like, ah, oh, this is the themes of this. I watched the Rosemary's Baby one either yesterday or the day before while I was taking a break from exams. And I was like, oh, this is, this is, it's good. It, there's so much technical stuff and it makes sense. Mm. But then at the same time, I'm like, but it's Polanski. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this is really annoying. I have to tell you this, right? I'm on BuzzFeed, and it's stated in a post that prove Harry Potter is hilarious. Okay? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Are these all the times that he was sassy? The the reason why Harry wasn't chosen for Ravenclaw was because he tried to catch the Hogwarts letter from the air instead of taking one from the fucking floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, We're Hufflepuff, so... I'm going to say, it's it's Hufflepuff... Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a Hufflepuff, so I think that's awesome. Who's, who's so. a Hufflepuff? Oh, what? Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is he a confirmed Hufflepuff? On the MTV Movie World <laughs> stage, he said, "Huffle," he's like Hufflepuff, sweet, and pointed at himself. And I can't believe I didn't know this. Yeah, but you called it because we were talking a... about this on well our, one of our episodes about with the well, Rock. We, d- being... we did. We just we discussed it because it was kind of like between that and like Gryffindor, but. He, I, I can't believe it popped up as something completely random. I think it popped up as part of like a Jumanji thing, because there's the new Jumanji coming out, kind of Christmas time, mm. um, and it just was like, oh yeah, yeah he's also a, like a, a a proud Hufflepuff, and I was like, where, where is this from? And there's a clip of him, it's like the 2013-14 movie awards, where he's like, yeah, yeah, Hufflepuff pride or that sort of thing, and I'm like, yes, yes, you are, you handsome like bastard. Well, I was like, you handsome man. Um, <laughs> I was super into it. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. Puff Pride. Uh, yes. Um, Rosemary's Baby, The Omen, which is... Mm. It's it's good. It's on it's on Netflix. It's sort of scary. There's some kind of... <coughs> I think it's all the deaths that are more memorable. It does mm. have some quite good kills in it, but it's like... Yeah. I, I think I... I think I like it more because I, my kind of style of horror that I will happily watch is anything kind of demonic. I love anything kind of like demonic or kind of weird. In that sense, I'm not really a zombie horror person. I'm not really like a ghost horror person. I just quite like, I like a good old demon, um, or an antichrist. 
the nineteen seventies Dawn of the Dead. Dawn is everyone like proper loves Dawn, but Night's my favourite. I love Night's. It's just so atmospheric. Yeah, no, no. See, I I get that, but then I sort of <coughs> it's kind of like my, my thing in horror, and it's 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 just me. I know where I like a sort of like a happy ending, and Dawn's the only one that comes closest. Yeah, well, it, and that you yeah. have the people kind of. It's not certain they're not like oh, and they lived happily ever after, but it's better than kind of with night. It's like the hero gets shot, every sympathetic character gets bitten or dies. Um, and it's just it's it's very bleak. So I, technically, I think it's the best, but I quite like Dawn, and I'm not talking about the Zack Snyder. I liked I liked Three Life. Yeah. I do you know what? I just could not get into it. I just and I don't know why because I'm not anti Zack Snyder. I just it, for some reason it just did not I connect. Like I like the fact that it. I think it's the example of one of the better remakes because you take the same essential story. Zombie mm. apocalypse, shopping mall, and it updates it and adds something new with the running zombies because fuck it. Because I remember watching the commentary of the new Dawn of the Dead on like on DVD, and like yeah. the screenwriter was saying, his logic is, why wouldn't zombies be able to run? And the thing is, a zombie would run and run and run till its legs fell off and it'd still keep coming after you. And I was like, that is shit scary. Like yeah. that running zombies fuck me up. Oh, I yeah, I really enjoyed that. I really did like the remake. Yeah, um, I might have to rewatch it. To be fair, it's been years, so I might have like a different opinion on it when I rewatch it. So who knows? Uh, in that same vein, twenty eight days <coughs> later. Yeah, I, I, which is awesome. Danny Boyle, it's classic kind of fast zombie. The whole empty London thing is really, really. Effective. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's like when the church mm. and the like when Jim, you find what happened to Jim's parents, and you get like. Just, just awesome like characters and stuff, um, and then the really fucked up shit that goes on in uh, in Manchester. So, yeah, <laughs> Christopher Eccleston's fucking uh, quite sinister, isn't he? He he is like weirdly for a zombie movie. He is the scariest thing in it, and that's that's I think that's what's scary. Like, Ember hmm. reading somewhere, or maybe I made this up because I'm very fucking clever. <laughs> that the scariest thing about zombie <laughs> films is not the zombies; it's society's inability to cope with it. Should be it should be easy. But society just implodes, and then The Walking Dead does this very well. It's like you know the whole fight the dead, fear the living. It's literally yes. it's how it's kind of like the same like Lord of the Flies thing. It's how fast we turn on each other. That's that's scary. In any any like post apocalyptic film you'll watch, and I do love a good post apocalyptic film. Yeah. It's you know it's not about like what happens like <coughs> it's it's about like the fucked up things we do to each other. You know, like man is the scariest beast, not that kind of shit. Yeah, well, it's the whole thing. Like the zombie movie is like an allegory, isn't it? I mean, there was a. It sounds daft, but there's um, a series on Cracked where it's After Hours, and it's where they do this kind of like postulating about, oh well, this movie, this or theories about movies, that sort of thing. And they had one about horror movie, and it was like, okay, so the reason why we fear this is because of this. You know, why we fear aliens is because it's actually we're scared of other civilization doing to us what we've done to other civilizations um and it mentioned the idea of zombies is like well there's always a resurgence in zombie movies when uh there's like a what was it there's a there's a resurgence <coughs> of vampire movies when it's like a in mm. or, or like um a 
Democrat, and then there's a insurgent or a resurgence of zombie movies when it's a Republican because Democrats think Republicans are all zombies, um, kind of mindless and just like oh you know mindless hurt. Um, <clears throat> horde and everything, and then Republicans think Democrats are like vampires in that they kind of tend to suck the lifeblood out of the stuff. And whether or not it's true, I just thought it was an interesting kind I of think analogy. The thing about zombies is that they can be an allegory for a lot of things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like obviously, you see it a lot with George Romero films. Like in the sixties, he was it was about civil rights. And in the 70s, it was about consumerism. And in the Mm -hmm. 80s, it was, like, you know, partly about, like, the AIDS epidemic. And you did see a lot of, like... Because zombies are part of body horror. And I've talked about this loads. Mm. Because the 80s was obviously hit by the AIDS epidemic. And this whole, like, Mm. we don't know what it is. And this whole, like, something from the... Something that can turn your body literally inside and out. And it, it can... I mean... They were, like, dead popular back in, like, 2004. We had, like... Because I'm thinking of Sean and Dawn and that kind of thing. Yes. <coughs> and then Land came out the year later. We... There is... You know, you do get them, but then... The thing, the thing about horror is... It's, like, it's the most reactive genre. Because yes. they're cheap to make. And they've always got an audience. So, they can respond to what's going on. And it's... Robin Wood said, and I quote this all the time, that the history of horror... The history of horror is essentially a history of anxiety in the 20th century. And yeah. it, it really is. So, yeah. that's why we get these these cycles. And that's why when you look back at every decade, you can say, okay, so the 1940s, there weren't many horror films because why would they make horror films when the world was at war? Do you know? Yeah. Like, not, And then yeah. in the like the 50s, there was like the threat of communism and we just dropped bombs. Like, and the space race was going on in the 60s so it's all like these things that we're scared of and then you put it onto a horror film and you say okay so there's now this super bug wiping around the planet and people are dying left right and center but if i see it on a on a, a cinema screen i could process that easily i can yeah understand my own fears and deal with that better because what i'm seeing isn't real and essentially kind of what we see on a cinema screen is never going to be as scary as what we're facing in our everyday lives, whether that's going to be, you know, serious illness or the fact that Donald Trump's going to fucking wipe us all off the planet in the next week or so, or if it's just little things that we're scared of, like our own minds. A lot of horror films deal with this. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of horror films deal with mental health and, you know, yeah. when your mind tends to get you. And basically, any horror film, you can just say maybe the protagonist imagined it all or it's kind of where you could say Neil Ruffles every single film maybe it was all a dream you do get these films where it's kind of like like Rosemary's Baby is a perfect example is Rosemary really having Satan's baby or is she just going mad because she's hysterical because she's pregnant so yeah. I can't remember what point I was making at the beginning I forgot now do you remember? Uh, uh... <laughs> so yeah horror films are yeah. like they're, they're they're really good. I don't know. Yes. I can't remember. Yeah. <coughs> um, I started coughing yeah. and I think it like <laughs> literally just unplugged part of my brain then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize how long this list was, but I think it's because we're talking about each one for like five minutes. Um, some very quick kind of new ones, which if you've not seen, I really would recommend. So we've got Your Next, um, which is on Netflix, and which I think I've asked, I think I recommended it to you. I still it's haven't like seen it because every time I try it's... and watch it, Freddie comes downstairs. 
Yeah. It's like it's a home invasion thriller, but the final girl in it is basically one of the best final girls there's ever been. Um and she's awesome and like actively goes out to kill the bad guys. <laughs> and she's like, nah, we're gonna like home alone this shit and just it's awesome. Would recommend. Um and there's like some a couple of cool twists and kills in it. Uh, after that, it's a movie called The Invitation, which again is on it is on Netflix because I was going through the horror section last night. Um, it's a Karen Kasama, and she's the she's the one she's the um, the director who did Jennifer's Body. I love Jennifer's Body, um, and it's awesome. Uh, well, Jennifer Bo- Jennifer's Body is awesome, uh, but then uh, The Invitation is really good, and it's about a guy who goes to his ex wife's house with his new girlfriend and it's like a party it's like a dinner with all their friends and everything and dark stuff starts to happen and that's all you need to know and it's good the third act is mental um and yeah that's that's all you need to know about that uh what else what else what else it follows which came out i think three years ago um and it's it's really cool how a lot of these horrors are actually like being quite inventive now because I think there was a spate a few years ago where it was like everything was like a paranormal activity or like I swear there was a lot where it was like oh it's a lot of like ghost stuff or anything like that Um, and It Follows is quite a cool horror movie in that it's about um, an entity that gets passed along via um, sexual intercourse and that if it ever catches up to you it will kill you um, and it's just, it's just, it's just really good. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, but like the main actress in it, Micah Munro, is awesome. She's gone on to do. I think she was in like the Independence Day sequel. She's done like a. She was in that. Um, oh fucking hell! That movie with Dan Stevens in it. Um, and it's not called The Hitman, but it's like the the Hitman or something where he's taken over her life and everything, and she's like the suspicious teenage girl. Um, and it's awesome. Uh, a cheesy one that I really liked from a few years ago. It's called um, As Above, So Below. Uh, about the... Um, Par- is that the Paris one? Yeah, it's the Paris Catacombs. Um, and it's got like... Uh, it's basically Lara Croft as like the main character. Um, and yeah, that's when they're going around. And it's creepy and weird. And it is really cheesy as well. But I quite like it, so... Um. I'm going to add some to that. Okay. Evil Dead. Take your pick. Three's not... I mean, the longer they go on, the less um, less horror But Evil Dead 1 yeah. especially. I, I'm pretty sure it got banned. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> or it was on the Video Nasties list for a little bit. Yes. Came up before that. Um, the remake is pretty top. I really I I do you know I've just seen the remake. I've never seen the original, but I've seen the remake. The remakes, I really God, like I quite like it. I really like, like the last. Do you know the bit like that the... proper like it made my teeth itch? Do you know when she's in the wall and it stabs through the wall and it just cuts yes. right into her knee? That was the worst oh, bit. That was the worst no, no, thing. No. no, no, no. My bit where um the where her arm gets pinned by the car and she <gasps> has to uh, that uh, I was like oh. But then instantly when she went through it, I'm like, oh good, you're a <coughs> final girl badass. I like that it, it kind of kept the the essence of the original with some of those yes. moments. I really did yeah. that. Um, the Ruins was quite good. Um, oh, is that the one where it's... Oh, it's the plants. Oh, I, oh, 
oh, I hate that. Sorry, not in a, not, not in a, it's a shit way, but I'm like, oh, that makes me cringe a bit. I quite liked, I think, I thought that was quite passable. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, Paranormal Activity 1 scared the shit out of me because, yeah. and I don't care what people say, right? The house I lived in when I was younger, up until three years ago, was haunted. We had a full on exercise, and I don't mean blessed, it was exercised by a priest. And he said the words, I cast thee out, Satan, I shit you not. Like, my son, who couldn't talk, string a sentence together, told me, he wants, like, right, this is a big thing. There was loads and loads of stuff happened from the time we moved in when I was, like, nine till the time we moved out, which was, like, 2014. Loads of shit would happen. Like, my, when I left to get married, my brother had my room, and one day he, like, rang me at five o'clock in the morning. He was like, I'm coming to stay at yours. And he had fucking bloody scratch marks up his back. Oh. and everything so anyway we were all sitting there one day and Freddie obviously I've said this he has quite a bad speech problem and so he was significantly younger he was like 3 or 4 at the time and we were all sitting in the living room one day and he suddenly starts screaming get out get out the man's coming the man's coming so he drags me oh, and my brother into no. the back garden and he told me in as clear as he could <coughs> that there was a man who lived in the mirror and he would come out the mirror and he'd seen he, he had a big hat and a white face and he followed me around and he kept telling Freddie he was going to kill his mum he was cu- he'd come to kill his mummy so we had this house fucking we had, had it blessed and well exercise and I swear as he was exercising the house I went all warm and tingly it was the weirdest thing but because I'd had those experiences when I was younger I when I was watching Paranormal Activity that scared the absolute crap out of me like oh, the whole seeing oh. things out your corner of your eye like we tried mm. to record in my room before like we would set up the camera and the battery would die within 20 minutes every time <coughs> it was absolutely and you either think is you either believe in the paranormal or you don't and when all this stuff started kicking off you know there was other things going on in the house and I'm not saying that it was all paranormal maybe we made it worse because the family was going through a very stressful time me especially or yeah. we fed into it but I would like see things in my room all the time like I, I had really bad insomnia when I was younger I would not sleep and I would hear, hear like knocks, I'd hear footsteps, I'd always smell smoke and my mum used to say it was the neighbours but we they lived in a bungalow and I would smell it in my room and I used to think it was my nan because my nan died when I was 11 and she smoked Yeah. or we would get these <coughs> really horrible smells like someone had walked in shit but if you moved your head an inch either way you would be able to smell it, it was so concentrated and it was always followed by this really overly sickly sweet flowery smell, it was the weirdest thing Ugh. but I watched Paranormal Activity and I was like seven months pregnant with Freddie and made my ex take me to the toilet every night for about three days because I was scared. Fair enough. <coughs> he didn't much appreciate that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, the Conjuring. I thought The Conjuring was... It's pretty decent. Um, Conjuring 2 is quite good but it's not so much based on the actual story of the Enfield Poltergeist. Um, the Warrens weren't actually that heavily involved in the actual investigation so you know a bit of Hollywood what do they call it liberties there ah yeah um, I'm trying to think I'll get off this call and go oh my god hang on I'm trying to see my DVDs The Descent one of my absolute oh all time favourites yeah. yeah. it's on my shelf I can't see American Werewolf in London yeah. it's a classic do you know my parents love it? Which is weird because my dad hates horror movies, but he's like, oh yeah, American Wealth in London, it's great. And I'm like, I've watched it and I was like, eh. 
It's not bad. I just drag me to hell. Yeah. I really enjoy drag me to hell. Yeah, do you know I went through a phase where I really liked it, even though it has like quite a a, a super dark ending. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh okay, that's you know, and it was Sam Raimi's kind of return to horror. So yeah. I was like, oh cool, all right, fair enough. Um, and Jaws, I fuck I. I have probably seen Jaws. It's probably after Ghostbusters. It's the film I've seen the most. Yeah, I adore that. No, film. no, yeah, that's yeah. I kind of, um, I kind of like anything like nature's gone bad, animal thing. You know, I kind of like them. Oh <coughs> god, I'm just trying to think now. I mean, um, oh, I think I'm the only other one that I had on my list of like, oh yeah, you know, horror movies, and it's technically it is a horror movie, but it's from so long ago. That I, it's like I watched it. It's not scary, um, but it's the Mummy. But it's the nineteen thirty two version. Yeah, all those Universal ones on. Yeah, it's like I've seen. Oh, what did I get recently? Oh, that was it. So I went through a spit of like, oh, I'll have a look, see what Hammer Horrors are, and I picked one up called The Witches, and it's I think it's Joan Fontaine's last film she ever did. And it's basically about a school teacher who gets attacked in Africa. She's she's like a missionary teacher, um, and she thinks she gets cursed. And then she comes back to like this little sunny town in England, little you know suburban rural town. Um, and it slowly becomes like creepier and creepier and creepier. But even then, it, it by the end of it, it's not scary. It's just it's it's just kind of like ooh spooky. It's not. <laughs> You know, that sort of thing. Um, I did make, like, an alternate list, which is basically alternate Halloween movies. Um, the top of which, and I genuinely have only seen this in, like, the past few weeks, but I've watched it three times since. And it's, I think it's genuinely one of my favourite films now. Um, is Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, my God. I have not heard that in years. Yeah. Right. I have had it on my, like, you know... I, if you've got like a, I've got like a, a few different Amazon lists, and one of them's like, oh, DVDs to watch, and someone recommended it fucking years ago, and I was like, oh, okay, add it to the list. It sounds okay. Never watched it, and then it popped up, the I think it was like start of last month, and I was thinking, Do you know, what? it's nearly, it's nearly October, it's nearly Halloween. I'll get, I'll, you know, I'll get it. It was only like four quid on Amazon. It's so good. Um, if you have no idea what it's about, it's and it's not re- it's not really a horror movie at all. It's basically <coughs> a, like a big kind of screwball comedy that happens to take place at Halloween, and it involves some dark stuff. Um, and it's basically about a guy who is very kind of anti-marriage, <coughs> but he's fallen in love and he's married his sweetheart and everything. Goes home to his aunt's because his parents have died and his aunt's raised him. Um, and he's like, oh, we'll just let you know me and Elaine have married and everything. And they're like, oh, that's lovely. And then it turns out the ants are um, serial killers. Like these two sweet Miss Marple looking things are like, yeah, no, there's like like 12 men buried in the cellar. Um, and they're just very kind of sweet and open about it. And they're like, oh, well, they're just old guys. And, you know, we're just <laughs> helping them. They said they're really lonely and we're just kind of easing the pain and everything. And it's a complete comedy of him trying to not panic and freak out but then also trying to keep the police away from them and trying to like work it out it's just it's basically a massive farce and a comedy but it's got Cary Grant as the main guy um and it's really funny because I've only seen Cary Grant like in Hitchcock movies or doing very serious like like very just very serious dramatic roles and to see him in this he's basically just his little reactions to camera 
or his little kind of like big eyes kind of like what the fuck is going on it's so funny um and it is because it is based at Halloween and everything, so there are some horror jokes. There's a running joke about one of the characters looking like Boris Karloff, <laughs> looking like Frankenstein. Um, so it's just it's it's really good. I would recommend everyone watches it. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, alternate Halloween movies. There's like Hocus Pocus. Do you know what? Which... <laughs> what I like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Don't like the way. It's fucking from the minute September the first hit. Yeah. And oh my god, we're getting a hocus pocus sequel this year. You're not. You're never no. gonna get a hocus pocus sequel. Give it no. up. Like no. Just you know, sometimes when like a bunch of assholes just ruin something. Yeah. And by it's... assholes, I just mean everyone. Like, <laughs> like, like hocus pocus is a good film, but it's yeah. not. Fuck- it's it's like okay, well, there's another film I have a really big problem with. Okay. It's a nightmare before Christmas. Do you know that that's on the list? I fucking hate a nightmare. Like, this, there's this whole what? cult. Right, okay. So, first of all, Constantin Burton. Anything he touches is just, nah, it's trash to me. I hate him. I hate him. Just, he, okay. he's a fucking, he's a hack. Tim Burton's a hack. He is. So, <coughs> when I was, like, both 18, there was loads of girls, like, my age who were, like, really into it. And they had, like, Jack Skellington bags and, and all this. And I was, like... Okay, like fair enough. I love me. I love me some cartoons. Like my favorite cartoon character ever is Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> like, yeah. and I've got like I've got a T-shirt with Stitch on and things like that. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. But the, there was such a big like everyone and you love this film. Everyone and I was like, yeah. all right, fair enough. And then I watched it, and it was mediocre. Yeah. So I fucking hate it. I've I've like I've tried to watch it with Freddie. And I was like, this is, this is bollocks. It is just <laughs> bollocks. Like, I don't, I just don't get it. It's like, kind of like the way I just don't get Star Wars. Like, Mike rang me before and he yeah. was like, have you seen the new Star Wars trailer? And I was like, why would I watch the new Star Wars trailer? Like, I'm not into it. I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. And he was like, just Google one thing for me. And I was like, if it's Porg, I know. Okay. I know all yeah. about it. <laughs> but this is just, it's so hyped up by our generation. And it really, it really, really is like I yeah. know, I know people who've like had like Jack and Sally wedding cake toppers, and I know people with yeah. Jack tattoos, and I'm just like, I don't get it. I, I will be honest, I am sat with the Jack Skellington cushion. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, Chris! You are I, so. Well, do you know what? It, it provides you know what? plenty of back support. You are so basic. It's like <gasps> you did this the other night. It's such a basic white girl answer. <gasps> Wait, what? What did I do? I can't I remember. Doing? And I was like, <laughs> I, just was like I was like, I was like, if, if you come for me, I'll go <coughs> for your back. I was just like, you're basic. I told you were being basic. You bet you drink pumpkin, and there's nothing wrong with being oh, basic. Duh. Okay, nothing oh, wrong God. with being basic. Yeah, I know. They, I, my but only reaction was to pump. I hate. Like, I don't get why people drink pumpkin shit. I don't get it. I, I like pumpkin soup. My dad makes a really nice pumpkin and butternut squash soup. But and I don't I don't care you know this whole like basic white girl thing and there's like if yeah. you wear Uggs and leggings I've got leggings they're comfy as hell I haven't got yeah. Ugg boots but this it's such it's one of those films it's so basic yeah <coughs> I say that like I'm the fucking I, I'm not sitting here now in Tinkerbell pajamas with a cat with I've got a headband on with cat ears do you know what I mean Aww. like it, I've got I've got no right to call anyone basic but this is a <laughs> Basic film. 
It's yeah. It, it, I love it really that. It's an insult as well. That's an excellent insult. Basic. Basic. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, Becky, you're so basic. <laughs> it, is, it is good because everyone knows immediately. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um. The only other ones <coughs> I mentioned, like I mentioned, scary movie one and two. That has not aged I, well. I watched it the I, other week and I was like, do you know, I don't mind them. Oh, do you know what? I found the jokes to be really homophobic or really racist. I was like, I watched it. And like after 15 minutes, I said, I, I'm not comfortable watching this anymore. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's aged well at all. The humour is not aged. See, I don't mind, because I get what you mean. I mean, the homophobic jokes, I'm like, well, do you know, I don't, I, I don't really care in a way. Like, I get it, it's, they're, they're just dumb and everything. And the race stuff, well, I mean, they were written and directed by the Waynes Brothers, so I can't help, it's kind of like, they have a bit more leeway when it comes to that shit. But to be honest, I've got fond memories of it, because my my one and only time I had people around for Halloween. And, they, they, okay, settle, settle down, children, this is an awkward thing. So basically, I was thinking, all right, I'll invite, like, a few of my mates around, we'll watch some horror stuff will eat whatever and at the time it was like you know when you're mid-teens and you, you're like slightly rebellious you're thinking do you know what we're going to do we're going to hold a seance we're going to hold like a Ouija board and some shit um, except my my dad was away at the time my mum and my brother were just like no no we're, we're, we're like staying with you not like in case anything weird or supernatural happened no no they just were like it's our house why are we <laughs> so it ended up being like me my mates my mum and my brother sat around doing a Ouija board while <coughs> friggin' Scary Movie 2 played in the background. Honest to God, it is the shittest thing. It wasn't even like a Ouija board, it was like whole hands like a seance doing the... Thing. It was just, it was so dull. But I always have fond memories of it because I remember that my... Because my... We did it at the kitchen table and my bedroom's basically immediately up from that. It's above the kitchen. Um, and two of my friends swear... Or swore that they saw something in my room directly above the kitchen table. I and there was a little part of me that was like, "Really? What if? What if? You know, that sort of thing." So it was just, I just have like dumb, fun memories associated with that because it was just, it was nice, even though it was a bit shit. It was still nice. Um, yeah, alternate Halloween movies. These are these don't take place. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We missed that up out of the list. Sorry. Do you know? Oh no, 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 that's totally fine. I was just thinking, like, I don't think I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the original. I'm Do you know what? Right. There are that many remakes and reimaginings mm. and sequels and prequels and reboots. It's just, it's confusing. It's. Do you know what it is? It's like a lot of them are like seminal eighties horror that sort of thing. But it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, really don't care for. I, I. I like it more for what it means. I think the poster for it is one of the best film posters of all time. And the tagline, yes. love it. Yeah. Love it. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It's like <coughs> Friday the 13th as a concept. It's great. But if you actually sit and watch the films, they're a bit shit. I don't, I, I mean, if you, if you really love them, go for it. I just don't get it whatsoever. And I think Texas Chainsaw was a bit like that for me in that I watched it and I was like, well... So I mean, I watched one of the remakes, and I watched. I think I really. I think I saw the second one. I have never seen the first one. I've seen the second the one. The third, the third Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, is the only film I've ever researched that lost money at the box office. Oh really? Oh god, that's yeah, not great. I'm sure there's probably loads more, but that's the only one. Yeah. Do you know what's another good alternative Halloween film? Caroline. I love Caroline. Yeah. 
That's good. Making um, up a song about Coraline. I watched that with Freddie the other day, thinking he'd be shit scared. And he watched it with me. <laughs> and my mum came home and he was like, Nanny, mummy made you do watch this really scary film. Yeah. And I was like, quiet. <laughs> it's because the other mother is quite scary. And it's the whole concept. She is. And it's based on Neil Gaiman's short story, who I, I love. Neil Neil Gaiman is awesome. Have you seen the um, pictures of uh, David Tennant from Good Omens? <gasps> oh, I, f- I follow him on Twitter, so it's him and it's um it's Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. That is yeah. the absolute perfect casting. It Do you know when awesome. I was reading the book, that's who I imagined being as Azel was David Tennant. He'll be. Oh, see, I did, yeah, I I mean, I didn't really have <coughs> anyone like in my head for it, but then I really love just like Neil Gaiman. So he did like Neverwhere, which is awesome. If you've never. Well, I didn't even read it. I listened to the BBC audio version, which has, like, James McAvoy and Natalie Dormer. Um, oh, my God, I love James I Oh, my God, I've got such a thing for him. Yeah. Listen to Neverwhere. It's awesome. He is very sound. <coughs> it's just, just, it's just so cool. Um, I'm just thinking alternate movies. So there's, like, a couple... So, like, I would actually say... And I think people would be absolutely fine with these. So the 90... And two of the... Two of these are my two of my favorite ever films, uh, the nineteen ninety nine The Mummy and two thousand and one's The Mummy Returns. I love them both. They're awesome. They're amazing. They're also not super scary. There's a bit of horror, but it's not. It's more action adventure. Yeah, I so agree they're with they're that. pretty solid. Um, and then this is just because it's Wes Craven, and it's again genuinely one of my favorite films. Cause is I think it it's Red just Eye? So good. It's Red Eye. I, I love, Red, love Red, Eye. Red Eye. It's so underappreciated. I'm killing yes! it. Yes, everything you said, I've got, and so and so far, but Killian Murphy. Yeah. I was, I just, to, I, do you I, know what? I was about to go. You'd get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like I've, I've just said, I'm sitting here in Tinkerbell pajamas with a cat headband on. I've got I've been boyfriend for four years. I've confess to being fat but I'm sitting here going oh yeah I'd well give it to Killian Murphy like I've yeah. got a chance like, he, like he's just kind of shyly waiting outside like, he's just oh. waiting for my bravado astounds even myself <laughs> seriously <laughs> can't believe that you get it shut up Emma oh, really? Yeah, but no it's Rachel <coughs> McAdams is really good it? and it's just a really good do you know what I really liked her and then mm. Mike told me she was perfect wife material so now she can just sod off, can't she? See, well, to be fair, okay. but then again, it's like Mike sitting there going, "You know what, Emma? You are just like you are standing till Rachel McAdams comes along." <laughs> yeah, is this it? Never were narrated by Christopher Lee, James McAvoy, Natalie Dormer, David Harbour. I because I have an Audible thing, so I downloaded. Do you know what? That. I'm it's on Audible eight. right now. Yeah. But I used my credit this month to get a self-help book called um, "The Art of Not- the Subtle Art of sort of Not Giving a Fuck." But I think I'll, I'll treat myself. I'll buy it. Yeah. Well, I'll just put it in your wish list and then just save it for next month. I've already done it. <laughs> it is awesome, though. It's really good. Emma's got, uh, Emma's got £10 on her card. <laughs> Money burns a hole in my pocket. I'm really glad yeah. for that. Um, yeah. Alter- other alternate ones. Um, <coughs> other alternate ones. So I, and these are just random. So there's one advertised at the moment that's coming out this Friday. Called Happy Death Day. Oh my god, I so want to see that. Oh, oh, you just reminded me. I'm going to text Thomas Essen to see one of the pictures. Yeah. Because actually, um, me and Thomas are going to a serial killer thing in Manchester on Sunday. And God. Very <coughs> nice. And <coughs> God. Because <coughs> my brother has a degree in criminology and psychology, and he wants nice. to be a criminal profiler. So 
he is going to apply to do his master's degree next September, and I inspired him because I got my <gasps> master's degree. Yay! And I thought it was the cutest thing because he's like Thomas is like the Terminator. That's why his Twitter handle is Terminator Tom. Like he's just so emotionless and cold. Like it's weird. Aww. So, yeah, he need he needs to watch Mind Hunter. Um, I've told him this. So we're going to the there's a oh my god, I cut my hand before. Anyway, we're going to this uh, seminar in Manchester on Sunday about like it's like the forensic art catching serial killers or something. Oh, that's cool. So maybe we should get an early an early train and go see Happy Daddy. I really I mean because I'm basically trying to. There's two of my mates, um, Abby uh, not Abby, uh, Amy and Xander who that. Th- it's weird they're not even their respective couples but they're just like oh yeah you know well we quite like horror movies i think i'm gonna get them to go see this because apparently it's not really about the horror no it's, cause it's like gra- although i'm annoyed it's like groundhog day and then apparently make a joke of it then why the hell not call it like groundhog slay <gasps> it's a fucking joke just waiting there and it's a birthday mad. isn't it but groundhog slay that's yeah good. do you know what we come up with so many good ideas when we're <laughs> podcasting like crumbs and cheese Oh, I freaking look right. So, just in case people are aware, there's a Smokers Pot episode that's like it's the one year anniversary thing, and it just it, we got talking about crumbs and cheese, and immediately we were like, that sounds like an ITV. We got talking about it because my son was in my room on the bed, and that he was, was eating it. a Dairy Lee Dunker, and he was getting crumbs <laughs> everywhere, and I was just like, you have literally got crumbs and cheese all over the bed, and Chris was like, crumbs <laughs> and cheese, that sounds like a, like an ITV three detective show, and, and then like, we were trying to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> just like who's who's who, what the theme song would be, which I think went something like yeah. da, 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 da. That was literally a <laughs> It was literally a I think I don't mind being I mean oh. I d I'll be cheese because I've got so much cellulite that my legs look like cottage cheese. So I'm cool with that. Fair enough. Only right, I, I, I'm generally genu- happy either way. Um But yeah, so Red Eye, Happy Death Day. Um the only other two that I have down, um Stepford Wives, the original 70s version, is very creepy either. but not gory. I haven't seen either, you know. It's got close, isn't it? She's in the remake with, like, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman and uh, Bette Midler and oh, everything. But the original, I don't know anyone, like, super famous in it, but <coughs> based on a book by Ira Levin who wrote Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Yeah. And have you, ever re- have you ever read the sequel to Rosemary's Baby? No. Whatever happened to Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, it gets... <laughs> No, That'd that's what awesome. it's called, isn't it? No, it's I called Son it was... of Rosemary. I thought it was called Whatever Happened to Rosemary's Baby. I just no. made that up. Um, I'm going to say, I thought you were doing like a joke based off Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. I love that film. That's a good horror, like alternative horror film, Whatever Happened to Baby yes. Jane. Or, you know, Whatever ha- Happened to Baby JJ. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Uh, so, in terms of Halloween and everything, what do you enjoy? Because what do you enjoy about it because like for me personally i hated it as a teenager because i thought i, I i'm weird and i don't really like dressing up i think i just like mm, i don't really like the costume side of it but now i've realized it's basically horror movies plus chocolate so i'm <laughs> I, I quite well no but it's like like on i mean i won't be there this halloween because i'll be at, um my yoga class but it's usually it's like i'm sat there with like the big bowl of like the miniature Milky Ways and the Twixes, and I'm like, oh no, not many kids. Ke- oh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Inserting three <coughs> three mini Mars bars into my mouth. Um, well, Halloween's my dad's birthday. Oh, that's cool. So, 
So Freddie thinks that everybody like, and obviously we're starting to become more American now, aren't we? Oh, like God, we've yeah. got Halloween decorations to go up, and I don't mind because yeah. Christmas is only one day, isn't it? So Freddie thinks yeah. that everyone um, decorates their houses and dresses up because it's Granddad's birthday. Oh, which is pretty cute. That's really cute. Halloween doesn't really bother me, like, because Freddie's only been old enough to go trick or treat in like the last three years. <coughs> so. I don't mind taking them, I don't mind the kids coming around, but I don't tend to... Like, I used to go out on Halloween when I was younger. Actually, like, I remember going out with Mike on Halloween, and we had not been together that long, and he was dressed as kick-ass. Ah, okay. I was thinking very fondly of that then. Because <laughs> um, I've only been to, like, two Halloween parties. Yeah. I went... Oh, no, I've been... I've been that's a lie. I've, um, My favourite Halloween costumes I ever did, I did Nurse Harley Quinn from Arkham Asylum. Ooh. And I'll actually post these on Twitter when yeah. it's when the episode is. And I did yeah. a Silent Hill nurse, like, the year after. Like, me and my brother did the costume. <gasps> oh. And so he had to come down to my... I was going to a party with this guy I was seeing <coughs> who then dumped me on Facebook. Asshole. Um, Thomas came down to my house to help me, like, finish it off. And these kids rang my doorbell and I made some kid cry. Okay. <laughs> like he was like they took one look at me and burst into tears oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know how to react to that I'm like like oh, I felt oh. really bad but were, I like because I'd, I'd wrapped bandages around my face they were all they'd been soaked in tea and Thomas like painted on top of them so I'd like paint on my face so yes. I couldn't take the bandages off because they were like Stuck. set in a certain way yeah. so I just couldn't take them off and I made this kid cry <laughs> <coughs> but it was kind of cool because like when I was smoking like all the smoke was coming out through the holes in the bandage. It was pretty sick, like in a Carry On film. Just sort of smoke. It was. Re- it looked really creepy because, like, it was like proper. I was in this girl's house for a Halloween party. There wasn't that many of us there, yeah. and I went down the office to get more booze. And I was smoking, and it was by Lark Lane, which is really it's really popular in Liverpool. <coughs> so there's loads of people in the street dressed up and there's me walking down in this nurse's costume covered in blood with just smoke coming up my face. It was oh, boss. Oh, God. See, I I'm quite not... like dressing Sorry. up, though. I quite like the costume elements of it. See, I'm not... I I, I think part, part of it, if I'm completely honest, is the fact that I'm a, bit, I'm a big dude, which means that I can't really get a lot of, like, kind of off-the-rack stuff. And so even then finding... It's it's a lot of effort for one night where I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, if I really want to go with something, then I'm either gonna have to be super crafty, which I'm not. I'm not crafty whatsoever. I'm a good baker. I'm shit at everything else. Or I have to then like, it's just it's it's a lot of effort. I've only ever been to like one adult Halloween party in recent memory because I think I went to one one or two when I was a uni student um, and I went to one a few years ago and it was fun it was good I went as the devil it was it was quite good and everything the only thing I remember about it though is that two of my best mates came round to prepare um, one of them was sexy witch and the other was um, werewolf victim and it was, it, it, I always remember this because it was like, okay, I needed to put my hands in fake blood and then scratch across her back. She was basically wearing like a schoolgirl uniform and she needed me to like do bloody like claw prints along her back and her front and everything to make her look like she'd been mauled in the attack, which is fine. But then it, I couldn't get the blood off my hands. I literally was scrubbing for like the next two days to get this fluorescent pink 
like blood off my hands. And what was worse is that I was starting my job as a temp at the job I'm currently at at the moment. And I was panicking, thinking, I'm going to turn up there and I won't be able to shake anyone's hand because my hands will be like carbon monoxide pink. It does. It, it and literally just... get it everywhere. Fake blood. It's, it's really bad, isn't it? I tried oh. to make. Um, I really want to try. I want to do SFX makeup. Even yeah. Just as a hobby. Like, because I, I enjoy doing, like, my makeup anyway. Yeah. But about not last year the year before my brother was going to a halloween party and we i was trying to make him into one of the gentlemen from the buffy the vampire slayer oh, episode of yes. course but because i'm not like used to like liquid latex and things and liquid latex fucking stinks yeah but i'd love to do something like that i'd love to because he keeps saying he's going to get me an sfx kit for like yeah. christmas or something but i don't know you know what i mean yeah but i'd like to do yeah, that i think it'd be good uh, I do like I know this whole thing of like slutty cheerleader, slutty zombie. <laughs> like oh. I like to be. I did go. I did go as a cheerleader one year, but my ex went as a football player. Yeah. So it was like I'd killed him. So I'd like make a ball down my face and <coughs> and my hair like I'd like <coughs> excuse me. I'd mess up all my hair like we'd been fighting. Oh. And the year before that, I went as a maid. <laughs> Because I was pregnant, and like the outfit I had, like covered my bump quite well, and I was Fair like, enough. "I'm going to maid. I don't even care, and I'm going to sit in the corner all night." Fair enough. I think that's just it's it's kind of a not a pandemic. It's not that serious, but it's kind of like every option for girls, unfortunately, is like ah, sexy kitten, sexy. It's like there was a sexy Melania Trump one oh that's come God. out. Have you seen the um, in the Sex and the City movie? Miranda's uh, trying to find a costume and she says yes. the options are sexy kitty or witch and doesn't that say a lot about um, yeah. women's options in the world yeah oh my god I uh. think I'm gonna like because I like might put something on my face when we're doing trick or treating yeah and I went to like I did pop art last year and I might do a bit of like Pennywise oh that'd be cool like, makeup yeah but just like like something little yeah that's fair. I literally, the only thing I used to do when I answered the door, I have um, a shirt from, you know, I think it's My Geek Box. You know, you can get one of those subscription box things every month. Mm. Um, and I'll be honest, after about three of them, I thought, well, I'm actually not getting my money's worth here because I'm just getting like a pop vinyl that I don't really like and other bits and pieces I don't. But one of the things I do have is there's a shirt. Um, it, it's basically a size and a half too small, but it does fit. Um, and it's black and it just says boo in white writing and I'm like yeah that's what I answer the door in and that, <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like oh that's cute that's fine because I was going to go to like um, tea public where I get a lot of my kind of nerdy um, like t-shirts and stuff and where it's like oh you can find pretty much anything on there and get like some horror ones but I'll be honest I've left it too late so it's not happening <laughs> <laughs> It's next not- year when I'm skinny I'll do something really good I mean, to be honest, I think you could do something good this year, but, you know, I'd, I'd be interested I, to sort of see what the darkest <coughs> thing you can create is. Wait, you guys remember, I've got to, like, take Freddy trick or treat, and I don't want to scare my child. Oh, that... I don't know. I feel like, because I don't feel good about myself. Yeah. I don't want to do... It's like, yeah. I just... Because, like, you could be, like, Fiona Good from... Is it, F- is it Good? Fiona from um, American Horror Story Coven. Yeah, Fiona Good, yeah. Yeah, just wear black and be fabulous. 
but yeah. I don't feel fabulous at the minute, so... Well, that's fair. That's all right. I mean, no one's expecting you to do it, and, you know, like I said, I, I don't... You know, Halloween, yes, if you, you want to dress up and everything, that's great, but, like... You know, when I, my mum took me and my brother trick or treating, she she didn't dress up. She wasn't. She was just like, "Listen, this is for my kids, not for me." So I, you know, if you want to do it, that's great. But there's no obligation to do it. You know, the parents aren't going to be like, mm. "Oh, I can't believe she didn't dress up." It's just like, well, you don't have to. It's not a law. You don't. You're not required to like dress up or anything. So it's not. I. You know, wear, wear stuff if you want to wear it, but don't feel pressured. Because I will be honest, I turned down a lot of Halloween stuff because there was that kind of mandatory costume thing. And I was like, but I don't really... It's just not me. I'll do it if, like, I know the people and I've got, like, oh, okay, I can work with this or I've got this idea or that sort of thing. But I hate the idea of, like, being pressured into it. You know? It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, just, it, you know... In short, enjoy Halloween. It's one night a year. Watch some awesome horror movies. Eat some chocolate if you fancy it. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think like a, kind of a cool inspirational message. And I was like, remember Halloween's a stick. Oh, sh- to quote Sharon Needles, "Happy Halloween." Um, you know, Halloween's like a state of mind. So. <laughs> what is every though? day's it's, Halloween if you try and hard enough yeah but it's not that they're like oh every, you know oh I wish it could be Christmas every day it's just like every day can be Christmas if you're a nice enough person <coughs> and every day can be Halloween as well if you're prepared if you're to be fucked up in the head enough <laughs> well no I was going to say if you're going to be a bit spooky but yeah no let's 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 go you with go, that go to Sainsbury's dressed like Freddy Krueger in the middle of the May what's stopping you it's only belief yeah on the summer holidays, dress up like a scary bloody bride. <coughs> if the police come, just throw sand in their faces and run away. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when we're going with this. I think it might be time to wrap this up, given that we have actually been talking for, like, over two hours now. I genuinely think we've been talking for, like, two and a half hours. Yeah, we're, uh, we're coming up to that now. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, so this has been the very in-depth, intense super horror nerdy uh, North by Northwest Halloween special 2017 uh, Emma where can we find you on the Twitters at the Christianator yep um, and oh yeah uh, what's Finn's I forgot yeah, I always forget Finn's what's Finn's Twitter at me is Finn Dog yeah um, and he does all his own tweets and he's quite funny politically incorrect yes but he's also quite funny so he's also a dog so you know he's what also, I mean. I'm gonna say yeah. You know, I did like the one about him. <laughs> Want to see Isle of Dogs in cinema? But he won't let me in because I'm a dog bastard. <laughs> I I thought that was fucking. I quite like that one. Oh, he is. He's he's good and everything. Considering the fact that he can't actually use like a screen because he doesn't have it's, thumbs. It's, it's quite. It's, it's quite magic. cool. Uh, yeah, follow me as Finn Dog. He is quite funny. Follow Emma at the Crushinator. Um, you can find me on Twitter at North. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Higher Underscore Boy. Um, I do this show, and I also do um, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> Good evening, and Alfred Hitchcock podcast. Um, which oh shit, I've just realised we could have done because we talked about Psycho, but then there's like the birds and all those kind of horror movies See? as well. Always, it's always the way. Always the way, every time. Every time you're like, I'm just going to wrap up, and I fucking forgot that. Um, but yeah, so I do that as well, um, and we've just released our episode nine 
um, which is pretty cool. And we are, ironically, we are doing like retrospectives on Bates Motel, the TV show, which is a very creepy and scary and everything. So please listen to that. Um, you can find us on Twitter at North by Nerdwest. You can drop us an email at North by Nerdwestpod at gmail dot com. We are on Twitter. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on uh, iTunes. Uh, we are on Blogger. Um, so please feel free to check us out. You know, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, they really do mean a lot to us. Um, I think that's about it. I think I can't think of anything else. I'm really tired. It's been a very long day. <laughs> I've only had five hours sleep, so I'm just a bit loopy at this stage. Um, but yeah, no matter what you do in this Halloween, have fun, stay safe, stay uh, sexy, stay, stay, stay sexy. Um, Emma, do you have a, like a last pearl of wisdom for us? Don't get murdered. <laughs> yeah. The advice you may never heard before, don't get murdered. Alright. Alright, night guys. Bye.